What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast. I'm Jones. And I'm Candace, And we're a real podcast, having real conversations with real people. And, and welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast. podcast. What up, C? What up, Jones? Your voice sounds terrible. I know. It's because I'm sick, guys. No, nah, it didn't sound that bad, actually. It sounds like <laughs> It's I'm on the struggle bus. And that's going to be your mic from here on out because you're getting germs <laughs> all over it. <laughs> this is my favorite mic anyway, so right, thank you. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? How's your, uh, how how you been recovering? Everything good? You? Um, I am drugged up. Mucinex okay. and everything. <laughs> how long you done had this? Like a week. Like a week. Like a week and like two days. Yeah, okay. we missed last week. Uh, C and I attempted to do an episode, but it was it was share uh, voice was too it was it was real bad. But it was you bad. know, so that's why you guys had a replay last week. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed the episode with my grandmother. It's like one I of said. my favorites. Yeah, that's my favorite. So I have her voice forever. So yeah, that's why. So we're back this week, like we promised. We are back. We are back. We are back. Yeah, yeah. We missed you. Is Maddie? Yeah, I missed you too. Is Maddie still sick? No, Maddie's fine. I'm the one that's dealing with residual toddler germs. What about E? He gets sick? No. He did See, not. So you blame sick. it on him. It's something else. It's something else. No. You, now I'm gonna tell you what it is, and this is <laughs> this is coming from a friend. See, you wear a lot of hats. <laughs> you need to, you need to something's gotta give. One of my hats is about to come off in two weeks. Okay. She doesn't she does a lot. And everybody hears me say this all the time, but it's me telling her something is going to happen. I mean, because you you can't you're going to be sick. Your immune system needs rest. I know. And one right. of my hats is going to come off here in two weeks. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just. This is the first time I've been sick all year. And it, 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 honestly, it's because I'm, I'm carrying 21 hours a semester. That's a lot. That's okay. a lot to carry. Yeah. I've got two more weeks and I'm done. Okay. And all I'm right. not even going to start my master's cohort in January. I'm going to sit out I'm, six months. I want to see you successful, but you have to have rest and sleep. So. You're right. Okay. I, I all agree right. with all you. Right. That's enough said. I agree. Anyway. He just wanted me to agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But anyway, um, I have this week, I have uh, a good friend of mine, uh, a brother of mine. Uh, everyone uh, who listens to the podcast, you guys have heard this voice before. He was supposed to come back um, a, while bef- a while ago, but, you know, busy, busy schedule and us not matching up schedules. But, um, yeah, but he's back, um, a new firefighter, uh, one of my frat brothers. So we're brothers on the, on the fraternity side and on the, on the fire side. So, but um, everyone, to the new listeners, I want to introduce you guys. And to the um, old listeners and all the, the faithful listeners, uh, you guys remember, this is Titus. Titus is back. What up, bro? Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks for having me back, brother. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you, you were supposed to come back midway of your uh, academy, man. What happened? Ah, man. You know, with the academy, with all the studying and all the extra hours and all that, man, I just didn't. Didn't have time. Never, nothing ever really lined up, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, good, it's man. better now, being done with everything. Well, first of all, I've told you before, and I'm going to tell you again, man, congratulations. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, Thank man. you so much. Yeah, how's it been? It's dope. Told you. Man, you, like, it's like hitting <laughs> the lottery. You, you can't, you can't, can't ask for a better job than being a firefighter. Yeah, man. How long has it been? Uh, I've been on the streets for four months now. Okay, okay. So, um... Tell us about that, because I know I know a lot of people don't understand. I've, I've done an episode on the life of a firefighter, but, uh, you know, with you being a new firefighter, and I know with the state, the department I'm with is a little bit different than, you know, Indianapolis Fire. So 
kind of tell us what you know how's it been how how are they are you treating you like a rook or a boot we call it a boot i don't know what they call it here <laughs> but how's that going man i mean it's pretty easy man once you know we pledge we're from the same fraternity the same chapter so once you pledge there's nothing really no one can really do to you know get on your skin so you know, you get treated like a rookie you're expected to cook yeah. Simple things like clean up, yeah, yeah. be the first, be the last. You know, you gotta do the toilets. Yeah, do the toilets. <laughs> you know, I'm in the military too, so that that's that comes with the territory too. Yeah, so being yeah. being an alpha and being in the military, like the rookie hazing thing, man, it's just really light work. Yeah, you know, yeah, and that's yeah. just the house stuff, like the actual, you know, just going out there, getting on the engine, and helping people with yeah. all the medical. We get a lot of med runs more than fires. Yeah, I always tell people that man, eighty percent of the fire services now has been med medical runs. Oh yeah, medical absolutely. Runs, you know. Really? Yeah. Yeah, man. We do, man. Like, I, um, maybe a busy house. Um, I was in um, Engine Twenty Four uh, in between Thirty um, Eighth and Emerson in Arlington. Uh -huh. That's a busy um, engine. We did probably about sixteen runs that day, and we had one fire, another fifteen with medical runs, and really? from seizures to back pains to Peril. assist the lift, everything. Yeah, yeah. Really? We do all of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, you know, it's wow. crazy. Uh, I worked overtime day. I worked Thanksgiving. Um, I say that because I want everyone to have sympathy for me. I worked Thanksgiving. Nah, you, it's all good. Did you get any turkey? <laughs> yeah, we had some fried turkey. You know, we ate good, man. And, you know, and, and it's amazing, man. America, you know, people are still good in this country, man. And although we go through all the mess that we go through, but literally we've had multiple people coming by the fire station just dropping our food saying thank you guys. We had one lady bring a whole turkey with stuffing and oh, you know, wow. I don't know if she had a million and one cats, but you know, I wasn't touching it, but uh <laughs> <laughs> cats probably sit on the stove. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, man, it was just good to see people just stop by. This one brother came by, man, he had a truck bed full of food not having been touched and was just like, "Yo, have you guys eaten?" You know, but that we is awesome. Yeah, it's dope, man. So, you know, it, 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 it let me know, man, people still care out oh, there. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but um, no, I worked the day after and because um, I got called in for overtime. But uh, we had uh, two fires that day. And that's very, very rare mm -hmm. in today's time because, like we said before, most of our runs are medical or lifting, a, you know, something lifting somebody up because they weigh 400 pounds. But yes. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, man. We, <laughs> we got tarp for those guys. <laughs> what? Yeah, tarps. I mean, like you see it on TV, but you don't really like think about it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh my god. So yeah, man. It's um, yeah, man. But I'm glad you 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 uh, you you doing what you you know you loving it, man. Oh yeah, I love it, man. Hey, big thing though. Like, remember I told you? I don't know if you remember. I've told I've told plenty of people this, but like, how is it going as far as the politics? Have you just basically keep your mouth closed and let them talk? Oh yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Man. I don't. I don't <laughs> say that. You told me that before. So I didn't get it. Yeah. But like, man. especially being you know a rookie, a probie on the yeah, job. Yeah. You let people talk. I don't. I don't jump into politics. Yep. Yep. I don't get yep. my opinion. Told you. A couple captains, you know, house captains, talked to me. Like, put me to the side. Later. I was like, man, you don't. You don't talk much, but you work hard. That's it, man. I was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not here, here to, to talk. <laughs> I'm not here to talk. I'm here to do my job. Yeah, man. The people that I see who have a hard time uh, on the job. Are people who come in thinking they know everything and they're in every single conversation. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, they're gonna have a hard and long career because it's like you can't be too opinionated. You have to just sit back, especially being black. Absolutely. You gotta sit back, let them talk. Even if you disagree, you just sit back and let them talk. Now, once you get some time on the job, yeah. it's a little different. You know what I'm saying? But even still, you you know, you just gotta 
All right, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. All right. Yep. Or just or just just sit back and say nothing. You know. So I'm glad you listened to that. Man, that's you know <laughs> actually not saying anything at all, man. I found I said that's more intimidating yep. to to you know as far as saying something like me just being quiet and just looking at them. They kind of curve their conversation because they know. It's like, all right, well, we don't even know nothing about this guy. Let me let me be let me careful what, about about I say. You know yeah. what I'm about to say. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. One of the things you know, I don't want to make this another firefighter episode, but one of the things that I did, I've realized, man, um, like you saying, being quiet, I don't fall into, um, I don't joke a lot with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because what happens is once you start joking, especially if you don't know them. Once you start joking, they think you know you. Right. They think they know you. Mm-hmm. And then they get caught up in saying something that you're not going to agree with. It's like, whoa, I don't play like or that. Or cracking jokes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thinking exactly. you can say the N-word. It, yeah, no. and next thing you know, it's going <laughs> to... Then we're going to have a wrestling match. We're going to wrestle a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, um, thank you for coming back on, man. Yeah, right. thank Thanks you. For having yeah, me, yeah. Thank you for being here. The show's here. grown, man. You've been, on, you've been doing it for over a year now, man. Yeah, man. See, it's come along, man. It's helped a lot, man, uh, having a co-host for sure. I bet. Know. You know, um, I like it here. He tried to, he like tried to kick me out earlier today. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, I did not. <laughs> you know, you just gotta have those commun- you know, communication. Yeah, man. you gotta have communication. So. Absolutely. But um, yeah, man. Um, one thing that I kind I wanted to talk about, and we, me, Titus and I both have discussed this before. So we talked about like I think a f- there's a few ways that we can. Uh, Titus and I have connected. Not only because of the frat and, uh, of course, firefighting and our group me. Shout out to the group me. Uh, <laughs> oh, that group me is probably something terrible. That's a crazy group me. Man. That group me is probably something terrible. Hey, let me tell you something about our group me, man. <laughs> our group me, it makes you normal. <laughs> no, for real. Okay. Because it, it, there's no, you have to be, it gives you, hum, it, it humbles you. It makes you tough because... Everyone in there will give their honest opinion about anything you do. Mm-hmm. And there's no, and if you can't take it, there's a little, there's a little red button called leave the group. We'll, we'll post that. <laughs> we'll post you it. Get up out of here real smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Your feelings are hurt. So you get clowned, you get praised, you get it all, man. So it's, it's actually, uh, you know, we've had some people, you know, I've been talked about, I've been killed in the group, <laughs> <laughs> but I've done some killing too. You know, it's everybody, right, man. Right. Everybody gets it. Everybody, there's no one safe in the group, but it's, it's cool because it shows like, you know, man, that's what true friends will do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying they'll call each other out or say, Hey man, that's dope. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, uh, you know, we have those few things in common, but another thing that we have common, man, you know, um, I wanted to do an episode a while ago about, um, uh black men with uh with without mothers in their lives or or without mothers in their life like they want them to be in their life Mm -hmm. so you know uh titus titus agreed to have you know because i what happened was i posed a question in my group and i was like does everyone in in the group um i can't remember how how did i post it man like something like does everyone in the group have a relationship with their mother yeah Mm -hmm. so you know every yeah and that's and that's basically what it was so everybody you know, most of mostly everyone said yeah, and it was only like maybe out of out of how many it was, was like in the group? twenty in there, Is maybe close to twenty, maybe maybe about three or four. Yeah, only like three or four of us said no. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, in that sense, and I think that's kind of like the, I bet you that's the percentage worldwide of 
that, that small percentage right there, I, I bet you I'm willing to say, uh, nationwide I should say, that don't have that relationship with a mother. You know what I'm saying? Or absent of a mother. Not just because the mother has passed, right. but just the lack of relationship, relationship. that they have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so what I wanted to do today, I kind of wanted to talk about that. And I just wanted to talk about how not having a major piece of puzzle that completes your life, I would say, not having that major piece of puzzle how we've how we've become successful without it okay you know what i'm saying so um but man if you if you would man because i've told my story plenty of times about uh the the poor relationship or the the non-existing or the relationship that i have with my mother you know are you you know i wanted to hear you know kind of kind of the background of you know the story with you if you you don't mind oh man you know i don't mind um oh let's see well, I always, you know, I always say that, you know, my mom, she was my mom as long as she could be. You know, she took me as far as she she needed to be. And then my grandmother kind of took over. Um, my relationship with my mom was good at first, you know, from, you know, from as far as I can remember. Um, she made a couple moves that landed me and my um, my little sister in foster care. Mm. You know, um, we, um, she basically... You know, without telling anybody, took you know took me down to Florida when I was like um, seven, eight years old, and really didn't have anywhere to stay. So we were staying in um, trailer parks and mm. women's shelters and soup kitchens and things like that until um, foster foster care took took me from my mom, and I was down there foster care for probably about three, or four years. But my father found me, wow, and um, brought me back up here, and um, I would say, you know, what I'm saying that was. Not having a relationship with your mom, you know, after that, you know, from 8 to 12, I didn't have a relationship with my mom because I was in foster care or whatever. And then coming back up here, you know, my father passes away. And Mm. then my mom comes back up and somehow she gets custody of me again when she wasn't supposed to. The court system is jacked up. It's really jacked up because in Florida, she lost everything, you know, but up here, Indiana didn't know. So she got custody of me again. And and you would think the systems would be linked. That they don't even talk. They, they don't, don't trade even talk documents, to each other. Yeah, documents they don't. or anything like that. Let me ask you a question before you continue to go. Oh, yeah, no what, Was it drugs or what, what was causing her to, you know, have the issues that she was Well, she, they said that uh, she went to a doctor and stuff. Um, she says they, she suffered from schizophrenia. Okay, okay. Which mental, mental let, health. In, in mental health. It okay. was mental health. Okay. And, um, and that was a strain. And that came from a strain relationship with her mom. Mm. Mm. Like they got into it and her mom's died a week later and my mother was never the same. Gotcha. Gotcha. And um, a lot of issues that we don't tackle with being black, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. mental mm-hmm. issues. Mental health. And that's yeah. a whole nother show, right? It there, is a know? whole nother show. And Absolutely. Jones knows I want to have a show about yeah, mental man, health. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I did because, you know, I think that we all suffer from mental health. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we all have mental health issues, mm-hmm. regardless if it's major or minor, or regardless if we want to admit it or not. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I know we talked about having a therapist on and me having a therapy session. I don't know about all that. I think we, I think we should. <laughs> I really do, just because, I mean, there's, my, he, there's healing in that, yeah. just even being able to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not afraid to talk about it now. I've, I was afraid, you know, kind of like what Titus is doing. I want you to get back to your story. But oh, that's cool. What he's doing right now, I wouldn't do that until I turn 21. I turned 21, but I would never tell my story about the the what I went through in life because of my mom. Right. I would I would not do it, man. I, people are like, how's your mom? Oh, she's great. We're good. We're good. 
and I know deep down inside that I'm lying. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So because mm-hmm. you kind of protecting yourself. Oh, and, and you protect and, your parents, and yeah. you protect your mother, even regardless of no matter what. You see abused kids protect their parents. Oh yeah, just because. So, but go ahead, man. My bad. So, oh man, it's cool. So she came back. So she, okay, she came back, and um, this is right at the middle school. So I'm in high school now. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I? Fourteen. I was fifteen years old, and um, I was going to Decatur Central, and. One morning, just man, it was right after football season. One morning, she was just like, "Hey, I'm about to leave. You rolling?" And I remember what happened. You know, the first time I went with her, you know, I had no choice. I was eight, nine years old, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Nah, I'm not going." She left. You know what I'm saying? She just walked out. So, so when she, well, let me let me just let me, walked out. She, yeah, she left and said goodbye. She didn't say goodbye. She just, she left. So let me ask you a question, man, to rewind a little bit. So when she came back and she got custody of you guys again, um. How was the relationship with you guys? It, you know what I'm saying? Was it like, was she was she back to saying, okay, like, gave an apology and let's make this normal? Or? Man, absolutely not. Like, okay. And I, you know, when I when I get to the end of the story, I'll let you know exactly. She's, you know, she's still very un- unapologetic. Like, she, she never. Same way with me, man. She never um, apologized and she always would curve the conversation. I think they way. delete that piece out of their, out of. I think they deleted out of like their memory. Yeah. And let's let's get past it. You know, forget it. You mm-hmm. know, like to where the other people, the people who were a part of it. Nah, man, that piece was caused me some pain. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It did. So, but yeah, but go ahead, my man. Okay. So she just left. She just left, and and I guess I didn't go to do too much detail about this part. When, when I went down with my mom, I didn't have a little sister. Mm. She had a relationship with somebody, and then. My little sister was born out of that. So uh, when I came back, it was just me. Okay. And she was still in foster care. Yes. Because your pops came and got you. Right. Okay. okay. Exactly. Um, How so old was she? My, my little sister, she's um, she's 19 now. Okay. So you were still big brother. Yeah. I was, okay. I was, okay. I was, yeah. When she was born down in Florida before I came back, I was 11. Uh, okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Wow. So she wasn't up here with me. Mm-hmm. Good. I mean, which is really good. Um so my mom, she just walked out, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm thinking, all right, well, you know, she'll be back. She never came back, and you know, I stayed in that house probably about a week and a half before I realized she wasn't coming back. By know, yourself. By myself. By yourself. I didn't tell anybody. Well, you was in high school. Yeah, I was in high okay, school. Okay, okay. So I was still going to school. You probably were like, "Shit, I'm kicking it now." Yeah, but you know, <laughs> not really knowing. Like, not yeah. really knowing. You know, I wouldn't even. I mean, I was still abiding by her rules. I ain't have nobody at the crib. <laughs> yeah. Nobody coming through. Yeah. You still making your lunch, getting your clothes yeah. ready at night, doing your homework. All my clothes and stuff, and <laughs> meeting curfew. Meeting curfew. Going <laughs> I stay to bed. out a little bit later. But <laughs> yeah. she, nah, she never came back. And I called my grandmother, and um, that's when they came and got me, and, I'm, and I moved in with my grandmother. My grandmother stayed right down, the, maybe about. Probably about ten minutes down the street, yeah, so it wasn't yeah. that wasn't that bad. Um, she left, uh, you know, and I maybe I saw her one more time after that. Um, okay. Fast forward my senior year, um, I, um, she was in a, she was staying in a mental a mental facility where she feels like she can't live on her own, so she took his money from my father passing away. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's how she's you know out here living. And so she was staying in a foster, you know, like a mental home. Mm-hmm. I went up there to visit her. And like you said, like earlier, she acted like nothing ever happened. And yeah, at that yeah. time, I didn't want to bring it up, yeah. you know. And so I, I saw her then. That was in 2004. Okay. And then after that, it was just phone calls mm-hmm. up into college until one um, 
to like 2009 after college. She came back here, stayed for like a couple months. I don't know. She just moved back. You know what I'm saying? And I saw her, and I had a conversation with her. I was like, you know what? I, you know, I need to know that. You know, why did you leave me? You know, why did you do those things? Because I'm, you know, I feel like I missed that a lot mm -hmm. because of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think you owe your son. You owe me an answer. And man, she got so mad. She got so mad to the point like she, she stopped calling me after like after that visit. I, I visited her. Next time she left town, she didn't call me. She mm. called. She called my uncles. She called my my, my grandfather, her father. Mm. Uh, she never asked about me. She never asked how I was doing, what was going on in my life. And I haven't, you know, that was 2009, 2010. I haven't talked to her since then. Have I, you reached out to her? I don't know. You, you don't know, know how. how. To. I don't know how to. Let me ask you a question. Do you want to? Um, I would be okay if I never did, you know, and, yeah, and, and that yeah. sucks to say, you know what I'm saying? Like... I think about, I don't have any kids, you know, or I'm not married or anything. Um, but I think about my kids, like my future kids, like, they ain't going to have no grandmother. They ain't going to have no grandfather. It'll be from my wife's side. I would like to get in touch with my mom one day, but I feel that she's the adult. You know, I'm yeah. the son, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You should come, want to talk and be in your son's yes. life. That is one thing I said. Um, after my parents divorced, my father, I always say that my father kind of divorced my sister and I too. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't up until I was in, I mean, we would talk, but hey, how you doing? Merry Christmas, happy birthday. Yeah, right. But it wasn't up until I was in my 20s, my late 20s, until we actually worked on a relationship again. And actually, even then, it wasn't until I gave birth to my daughter and that my mother and my mother's the type of person she's she's never said a bad thing about my dad never had any ill will to my dad but she was like you just had a grandchild <laughs> you need to call your daughter you need to go see your grandchild what if something were to happen and you never saw your grandchild you know you don't want to live with that guilt right. and for me Why i was not? like i'm the child so i'm not gonna make amends with him he needs to apologize to me and that and i've stood by that i'm like at the end of the day, no matter what in the hell happens in the world, I'm always going to be the kid. Yeah. You can be 80. I can be 50. I'm always going to yeah. be the kid. You're the daughter. So I'm the daughter. Yeah. So you have to do right. I don't have to apologize for what you did. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. So, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's crazy because, like I said, I wouldn't tell, I wouldn't tell my story. Because at the end of the day, you know, the times that I've had conversation, I've had someone... I've had someone, when I told the story, as a matter of fact, I think you guys were on, the very first time I told my mother's story, I think it was you and TC that was on my podcast. I think so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think, or maybe it was TC and JB, I, whoever. But anyway, um, I, didn't tell, I didn't tell the story until I was 21 for the very first time. But, uh, you know, my mother dealing with drugs and stuff like that. But um, I, didn't, I wouldn't tell it just because, like I said, I, one, I was embarrassed. And two, I felt like I should, I, I felt like I had to protect her in a sense because that's her business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when I became 21, I said, you know what? That's not only her business. This happened to me. It's part of your life. That's your life. Man. And you know what I'm saying? people know. That's the th one thing. Exactly. People know. People knew. And I'm from a small town. And that's one of the things that hurt me worse being from a small town. I had to deal with that embarrassment like my whole life growing up because you're from a small town and think about it in the early 90s in the mid 90s like being a crackhead was like 
like the worst thing ever. Like yeah. that was the butt of the yeah. all jokes. Everybody had one in their family. And oh, look at you, you old crackhead. You know. And that's the thing. Everybody <laughs> has one in their family, whether they want to yeah. admit it or not. Everybody exactly. So at I, least one. Right. So, like I said, when I when I start realizing, like, damn, hold on, like you just said, see, no, I can't apologize or I can't take fault for all the shit you was doing. But you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. like I felt like, yo, if I'm telling a story, no, I'm not telling her secrets. I'm telling what happened to me, and I'm yeah. telling the truth. Yeah, I'm and not, I'm telling the truth, and I'm not gonna yeah, let it hinder me. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling what happened to me, so I'm never right now. You know, I never, I never feel like I'm, I'm never, I'm never afraid to tell that story now, just because. Yeah, you know, I feel you. This is the first time I've ever talked about it outside of my like my close friends. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. no, but I've never told anybody outside of that. Yeah, but man. there's healing in that. Yeah, for you, I mean, like you, Jones. For years, I was ashamed oh, yeah. of. You know, and, and honestly, I didn't actually find out about my dad's drug habit until I was in until I was 18. Mm. Every like literally it's one of those things where the whole world knows the secret and you're the only one that doesn't know. That See, was me. Yeah. I mean, like you kind of get inklings, uh-huh. but it wasn't actually like physically confirmed until I was until I was a senior in high school. Yeah. I had no clue. Yeah, I had no one to protect me of what was going on I, it was i was right there you mm-hmm. know i mean literally as a kid like i mean i've seen a lot you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and living with someone under in your household that's on drugs and she's the primary provider you know what i'm saying like christmases was slim mm-hmm. or you come home and you i'm telling you man i would know as soon as i hit the door that my mother was high without her telling me or without her saying one word to me or without me, without me even seeing her. It's just the energy that kids, un, they, we grow to learn that energy. As soon mm-hmm. as I walk in the door. You can read th- it. I read it. I knew it. Mm-hmm. You know and what you, I'm saying? And like, it's, yeah. it's, so, it's so funny you say that because like once I actually found out what it was, I could go back in my mind and think, like every instant I'm like that now it makes sense yeah, right, you know right, and I'm like oh okay, oh okay so that's why we didn't go there oh okay so that's why the, it all made sense to me yeah. then and the, but so then you carry this anger about it because you're like why the hell can't you get your shit together <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean yeah. so it's yeah but you're right you can read it oh, and, and I and, and even now like because my dad has relapsed probably two or three times mm-hmm. and i always know i like i can i can feel it yeah i can yeah, feel it and i'm yeah. just like so i'll instantly just say a quick prayer because i'm not going to put myself into the situation where i have to deal with you when you're under the influence because nah. i'm i'm just not that type of person so i instantly just say a prayer and say just go before him because i can't be i'm not going to protect you yeah, i can't uh-huh. protect you and that's not my job but it's going back to like it's going it's kind of going what you're saying right now it's kind of decision that Titus had to make at 14 like no I'm not going I'm not yeah. going yeah so I knew better this time you knew better <laughs> this yeah, time like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't know what would have happened if I went with her or why it ended up at yeah. she she went to Illinois up there I had been living in Illinois probably went, I don't know if I went to college you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like yeah. just because I said nah I'm cool you literally yeah. saved your own life right there yeah you saved your own life right there and that's huge to have to make a decision like that as a teenager yeah because yeah. adults can't do that <laughs> you right. know, <laughs> you know. I think teenagers make better decisions than adults sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> like, take yeah. away the social media. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So, but nah, <clears throat> man. Um, yeah, I think that's big. So let's let's fast forward it. So you basically from high school on, and I guess we probably can all kind of, kind of relate to this. It goes back to 
being successful without that puzzle, that, right. p- that piece of the puzzle missing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, how do you feel like you you follow through with that? Because now you are, you know, high school kid living under grandma. Right. You know what I'm saying? So how do you feel like what helped you say, okay, I have to get over this. I don't have a mom in my life. And and with me, like, I see a lot of my buddies. I'm like, damn, man. You see that relationship they have yeah. with their mother? Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, they best friends. And, you know, I'm just like, damn, man. You know, I, I didn't have that, you know. So what what do you think that helped you, you know, transition and, and, get, and get through that and become, you know. Like, go from, like, high school to college? and Yeah, all that. Well, yeah, everything? Yeah, well, just, just, you know, you can start to the from high school to college. Okay, well, you know, in high school – you know, I had when I hoop dreams, but football dreams. I like I knew I want to go play in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no matter the numbers or anything like that, I knew I had to graduate. I knew I had to go to college, and you know, my grounds. You know, I knew better. Mm-hmm. You know, I just I knew, but I you know I lived in the neighborhood. I lived in the Baltimore apartments, mm-hmm. and on my dad's side, you know, my mom's side, right down the street, 34th in Keystone. Mm-hmm. That's Gangsterville. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the hood. So both aspects of my family, I was raised from the neighborhood, but. I knew better. Mm-hmm. You know, that I knew, I mean, nothing good could come from that. Mm-hmm. What do you think it was, man? Because by the time you got to your grandmother, now you, you could have gone left. She, she couldn't control you. I mean, you no. was high school. She could have tried, but yeah. you was. She, I didn't even have a curfew with her. Like, that's what I'm you saying, You know what I'm saying? She, she just knew I'd be back at a reasonable time. Because, yeah. dog, I had the same situation because I'm living with a person who's on drugs and sometimes... You know, I didn't have to come in because she was gone or shut up in her room. But, like, something, I don't know. I, you know, all I can say it was God, man, because mm-hmm. I had a long leash, like, to where I could have I could have been in the streets, yeah, man. You could have been moving units. It's easy, man. You <laughs> really, and yeah. really locked up right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, so you, I mean, I mean, do you attest to that? You think it was just, you know, do you, are you, you know, you think it was God or what, what do you just think it was? Man, it, it had to be the things that you can't understand, man. It has to be God. Like, yeah. I mean, I believe in coincidence and by chance, but I don't, I don't know what else it could have been. Cause I know you have buddies that was. Hustling oh yeah, I have buddies out there. You know what I mean, and, and they, some of them still trying to be rappers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, those are the same cats trying to be rappers right now. But, uh, <laughs> but um, like I, you know, I, I guess you have to say that. You know, I don't, I don't know exactly one thing what did it. I just, I know when I tell people my story. You know, my teachers and in, in the military, you, my frat brothers, are like, man, I just knew better. Yeah, I knew yeah. nothing good was going to come from yeah, being man. out here chasing the females, you know, having saying? a whole bunch of babies. Oh my God, no, man! Like, and college is the same way, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. that was new to me too. I was like, oh my God, college is like a, it's like a protected world, man. Like yeah. you're living in a world, but you're really not, you know, what I'm saying because yeah. you got classes, you got friends. You don't got work. <laughs> you don't have no bill. No bills. Maybe a phone bill. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Cell phone. Maybe. And the wild C paid it, man. I just 10% up there. Yeah, man. I think it's crazy, man, that, um, yeah, like things in your life happen like that, man. You don't know what it is, but you just, you say, hey, man, I got to, I can't. And the funny thing about it is, like you said, there's a lot of people who never, I guess, just, Whatever it was that grabbed us, that that didn't grab them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I ne- I didn't have anyone in my corner like, hey man, you're taking your butt to college. You're taking your butt to college. No one told me that. Yeah, if I didn't go to college, it would have been all right. 
Yeah, no one would have been. No one was on me like, man, you better you going to college. You going? I no one told me that. I just was like, man, I'm going to college. Forget this. And the school I was at, man, we didn't have real good counselors. Like, come in, let me take you under my wing. No, you know, we didn't have that, man. It was like I was, was, yeah, I was. I mean, you know, I was playing sports, and I was just like, man, I'm going to college, and I don't know. I went and filled out my application and everything alone. No one was there to back me. It was just, it was weird, man. I, and yeah, it's crazy that, you know, that, like I said, man, if I guarantee you, if we walk into, if we tell people, our, give people our resume as far as our upbringing, they probably think that, you know, oh, y'all had it, y'all had it, y'all had it good then. Mm, you right. Know? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely people not. have no clue until you tell them. Right. Yeah. You know, so. and I mean, and the thing is, like, our story. All of us are raised by different people, mm-hmm. you know, different families, but we all have linking stories. And the thing is, that's a lot of people's reality. Some people just don't choose to share it, and some people don't choose to own up to it. But for me, it's one of those things. It's a building block. Yeah, It's just yeah. a building block because without that, I wouldn't be me. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, man, because I always look back, and I don't try to make excuses, but I try to understand. So, like, my mother had me when she was 18. My expectation of what I thought I should have had is different than what the reality was. As far as? So she had me at 18. Right. 18 years old, Mm -hmm. I don't know how I would have raised a kid. Oh, gosh. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, with that, you know, I try to look at that and I just try try to step back into reality and say... You know, I look at other people's parents that had that they had they were married, and you know, I try to look at that. I don't I don't excuse you know the drug habit and all that kind of stuff, but I just try to look at that and just be like, damn, their reality, it couldn't have been me. My mother right. had me at eighteen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, a lot of times I look at it like that, and just like I think, I think as I've gotten older, I just realize like that person's reality it could have never been mine right you know what i'm saying yeah. so like even looking at friends and buddies it's it's like damn i wish but you know i don't know man you know i i don't know if i would have had it any other way you know what about yourself man? You think you, like the way it played out yeah just um, just your upbringing do you think you would have would you have changed anything even the even just the worst of the worst so even like the through? worst of the worst yeah like now you know yeah, I mean, I think that's who we are. You know, everything that happened to us made us who we are now and why yeah. we do the things we do yeah. as far as giving back in our careers and everything we do. Even you as a mom, mm-hmm. you in school, like we we use these things to make make us better. I wouldn't want it any easier, you know, like even though that's that it sucked. Yeah. My mom had me when she was 27, so she was older. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was the only child. So. My mom was too. And okay. even before her mental breakdown, which, you know, I'll say it's a mental breakdown, I never missed, you know, anything. Like, she was a good mom up until that point. You know, I never yeah. missed a Christmas, never missed a birthday. I, I can agree. I can attest to that, man. I think my mother was good until the drugs yeah. popped in. You know, even, even being young. Mm-hmm. You know, that probably hit, like, I think drugs hit, like, around fourth grade, mm-hmm. fourth, fifth grade. Yeah. So from then on, right, I was. I had to learn quick. But you know what? A lot of my friends, um, like you said, we didn't have that balance. Like some people yeah. have their mom and dad. Man, I can probably five or six of my friends had their mom and dad there and they're still together. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so yeah. when I would yeah. go over there and spend a night, I got to see that. I got yeah. to see it, the, yeah. what a positive household should look like. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's something 
that I always wanted, you know, for myself. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, so. Yeah. yeah, I can see. I mean, because for me, my parents were kind of like the you didn't actually see a lot of my friends, parents, their parents weren't together. So my parents being together was different for them. So that's kind of like how you're saying you would go see that. Like, that's what it was for me. So for, yeah. for my parents, I would say for my mom to have all this in her background and me not know it, you know, as a child, you're kind of like, Oh my God. Like even like now, like, no, I probably wouldn't change it for me, but just maybe kind of take some of that stress off of my mom. Cause that's heavy to carry Yeah, having a spouse, having a, you know, a drug habit and having to deal with the stress of that while raising a family, I wouldn't necessarily change it for me because again, like you said, it made us who we are, but I would probably wish I could alleviate some of that from my mom's life. Yeah. yeah. You know, but, but I look at it like my dad's out of the family. They all have addictive personalities. Mm-hmm. So like you, you my, gotta watch. very much so yeah. it's, it's very much so something that I'm very cognizant of because I know that going in, like my grandfather who I never met, he died of a heart attack, but it was a drug induced heart attack, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, drug abuse and I mean, just abuse in general runs in my dad's side of the family. Right. So it's something that I'm cognizant of. Like as a college student, I could drink y'all under the table. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. I could drink you under the table. No, nah, nah, <laughs> like, I'm telling you. Nah, I'm telling you. I could. I don't think See, so. you're like. I'm t- I, I know. I know like, what you're saying. I, I know not, what you're saying. Nah. You're like three foot. I know. I know. But I, seriously, I had a very high tolerance. Okay. For it, your it, for your height. For my height. So that means you can't. You can drink. Me under I could drink under the table. I could drink under the table. But but that's but you know what I mean. Like you paid attention. Yeah. I pay like now. Yeah. I'm definitely cognizant of that and okay. this one thing i remind my sister i'm like you have to be careful <laughs> because yeah. it's already ingrained in your body it's it's already in your makeup to be addicted to that type of stuff yeah man i you know i i, I guess i i look back man and i think there's um you know and I, I, I don't think i've ever told this one i think the only person i've ever told this is they they we were we ate we were able to relate so i just remember a time like you were saying that or, or like like you were saying you would go over friends home friends houses and you would see you know, moms and dad, and you would see people sitting at dinner table, cooking and, and cooking and, and having <laughs> having stuff. family traditions and stuff like that. So the thing is, man, I played baseball. I, pl- I played. I was in a. Sp- I think this is kind of God and sports saved me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I was in a sport every season. Like I, I played football, baseball. I played basketball. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, and I was, and God blessed me to be athletic to where I was good. So I was playing postseason. So I was playing All Stars. I was playing AAU. AAU. Right, right. You know what I mean? So that yeah. kept me busy to where you know what I'm saying. Um, I was eight, I didn't have a lot of time. You know what they say? What idle, idle? What is it? The idle, uh, the idle mind. Idle. What is it? Oh, I don't know. Idle hands. Idle mom. hands equal something no I know idle minds the devil's playground yes yeah, yes yeah, yeah. yes so yes. i don't say that so, to my two-year-old oh. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> get them early <laughs> yeah right, exactly get them early. <laughs> so you know man i think you know and especially playing baseball and um being from a town with the percentage of uh blacks is a very small percentage in marion so really yeah, you know, know I mean, we got our blacks, you know, we, you know, 30,000, but the percentage of blacks is small. So anyway, a lot of the AAU or baseball, you know, I was on, uh, there was there was a lot of white, a lot of white guys. Right. So the black guys around us, all our story related, mm-hmm. you know, they, they dad wasn't in the, their dad wasn't in the picture. Uh, my mom wasn't in the picture or whatever it was. So what happened was, man, my, my reality of seeing what you saw, the double parent 
was mine was white people. Mm-hmm. So at an early age, I remember like around fourth, fifth, sixth grade, like around that early age without knowing, man, I remember, man, I used to wish I was white because I thought that what success was. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't see it any yeah. other, any other in my world. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I was just like, man, I would see that normality. Although looking back, it probably was some fucked up shit going on there too. Right. Oh, but yeah. I didn't see it. You know what I'm saying? All I seen was like, damn, man, they live in this big house. Uh-huh. Uh, man, their parents buying us pizza and, mm-hmm. you know, eat all you want. You know? Get pizza, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, their Christmases are crazy. And they even got me a gift. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, you know, I just remember those times, man, just because that's all I saw. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, damn, is this what success is? White. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it took me, you know, of course, you know, I, I got past that, of course, you know what I'm saying? Just because I started seeing that that's not a reality. You can't be white. <laughs> I'm black. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, but it's sad that, you know, that culturally, and that's one reason why I try my hardest to give my son culture. I, I, I'm there for, you know, I'm, man, I can't see how cats can't be in their son's life. Oh man, God. come on, like, man. Like, just, right. just you telling me that your mother could walk away from you like i cringe when i have to drop my daughter off at daycare still and she's two you know what i'm saying (laughs) just to think about not being a parent to her i just i don't i don't see how people make that that's because that's a choice yeah i don't see how you deliberately make that i can understand if you're sick or you know what i'm saying i mean but mentally yeah. She, so her brain necessarily wasn't saying, you know what, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. You should choose your child over yourself. But some people, yeah. you know, people won't yeah. get that. they won't get that. Yeah, I, I have to hear Ty say daddy daily. Yeah. Even if I'm at the firehouse, yeah. I got to FaceTime him. I got to mm-hmm. call him. There's no That's way, dope. man. I hear cats being like, man, they haven't talked to their kids and, and they blame it on the, on the, on the baby mama. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen my son in a year. Man, I kill myself, dog. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm, I'm serious, yeah. man. I, I would go, I would go crazy. Which is how I, which is how I literally would. I'm like, I'm in the same city as my I dad. Would go crazy. How do you not, you know? How do you just decide, you know, because you're shitty at my mom, nah. that you're not gonna come see us or that you're not gonna communicate with us? Yeah. And like now, it's funny, like now because my dad probably texts me five times a day. Starting cool. at five thirty in the morning. That's dope. Because mm-hmm. he knows now. It's yeah, like, that's dope. and and that's dope. and I see it because he's trying to make up for all that lost time. Like, dude, like you missed time, and you gotta you gotta make it up because I'm not gonna make it right, up. I'm not doing you it. know, I'm not doing it. So yeah, like you're. Right. I don't see how I don't see how they do it. I don't see how they do it. You know, a lot of things I've heard. I've heard people. I've talked to other people with a lack of uh, relationship with their mom or dad. They've become great grandparents. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. almost like they're sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's their way of making it up. Coming, exactly. Yeah, coming yep. back for it. And, I, and that'd be the perfect sorry for me. I would I would let, if, if you're a person who is the perfect grandparent because you weren't, a, you were a poor parent, that's your makeup that's right your there. Do-over. Yeah. That's your do-over. That's your do-over. That's your do-over. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know and I mean? that's that's real. My father, literally, uh, the moment he met my daughter, because he, I want to say I got home on Friday, so he came to see us that Sunday. He cried. The moment he saw her. That's dope. And he, he, she has been stuck like glue. And it's amazing to see. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing to see your child have that love for your parent. Like yeah. you have that love yeah. for your parent. And you're right. I mean, they do. They come back as grandpa. Like the way he spoils that girl should be illegal. <laughs> it should be illegal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that'd be, that'd be great. I'm waiting on that. 
Well, I don't know about mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think in that too, like, um, like what you're saying about your relationship with your moms and your, and your dad, we get robbed of, of lessons from our parents yeah, that we're supposed yeah, to yeah. get, and we um, grew up faster. Grew up, mm-hmm. you got to grow up faster, and I didn't. And, and and in that process, you know, you didn't, you don't get all the messages. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. um. Your mom was supposed to, that's the first, that's your first love, mm-hmm. as, you know, as a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the first woman yeah. you fall in love with. You know, your mom was supposed to teach you how to love a woman. Mm-hmm. And well, we need to touch on this. Yeah, yeah. because, I'm, I mean, I'm glad you said that, man. And I don't, that you're absolutely right. So let me ask you, how has the lack of relationship you had with your mom, how has that affected you in relationships? Yeah. I think I, I think, you know, subconsciously, I think it destroyed everything I've ever had, you know, <laughs> because I didn't know how to treat a woman. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes, From yeah, a teenager, yeah. it was like, this. you just chasing. You know, you just say, you, I, I like you. You're cute. Okay, eventually we're going to mess around. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That was the mindset for me mm-hmm. in high school and, and, you know, even in college, you know. Not having my mind. What my grandma gonna tell you? You know, my grandma. The only thing she ever told me is wrap it up. Mm-hmm. So I never got a lesson in love as far as how to treat and how to how to talk woman. to a woman. How to talk to mm-hmm. a woman. You know, I knew how to be myself and you know laugh, yep. joke, and yep. all that. Yep. But I, dog, I was never taught how to love a woman. <laughs> no, me neither. I was never. You know taught who taught me? My circle of friends who we taught each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you learn within your friends, man. Yeah, man. And man, shout out to my father, man. Me and my father. Uh, my father's always been around. So when I talk about my mother, my father's always been around. But, you know, my father was, you know, in different, a different relationship, relationships, you know what I'm saying? So he's always been there, but not like he could have been. Mm-hmm. But once I got to college, that dude became my rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And not by saying it, by doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that was his way, and he still is to this day, but that was his way of... Um, of all the before college of not being that he became that app, you know, mm-hmm. during college. So, you know, shout out to him. I don't want to think that like I didn't have anyone ever. Like, you know I mean? Right. I had some support yeah, system, but it was a long and, leash. Yeah. But it it's was, not your mom. It's not the same. Exactly. But man, so. I destroyed so many relationships <laughs> because yeah. of that. man. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, Oh my God. I mean, man. literally that, that shapes how you, how you have relationships? Oh, absolutely. absolutely! It totally shapes how you. That's have why relationships. I had so many women because yeah. I was. I've, I've said this before, and I say it again. I had so many women at all, like at a lot of women all at once, just because they were fulfilling different parts. Different parts that my mother didn't give me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was seeking out. It I, I wasn't player a player. That was kind of corny. Right. I never died. I never thought like I'm just playing. I'm a pimp. That was corny as hell. Nah, I didn't think that, that didn't was know. corny. I was just I she was getting friends. yeah. <laughs> they was giving me something that my mom didn't give. This I person mean. was nurturing. This person kept you on schedule. Oh, this yeah. person yeah. made sure yeah. you yeah. look like nice. Each female did something differently that created one, one mom. One, yeah, it was never the, <laughs> wow. you know, the same thing. It was like yeah. something that you needed. Like oh, she, wow, she's good with money. Yeah, uh, yeah. She knows how to dress. Yeah, you know yep. she's yep. she's organized. She's goal-oriented like mm-hmm. so you look for these things in different women yep. if you can't find them all in one and that's and that's a really like it's, a sad, it's, this, it's impossible cycle. no that's, yeah it's, 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 it's literally the same thing for women we seek out we date and marry men who are like our fathers we do they have characteristics that are like our fathers it's i mean it's it's inevitable i mean because you you look at like i know with my parents being married 
I saw my father take care of the house. Mm-hmm. So I saw him, you know, make sure that the trash was taken out. I saw him put gas in the car. Like, I, you know, I right. saw all of that. So for me, when I'm dating and I'm thinking about, you know, guys when I was single, this is what you have to do. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, But at least you had a blueprint. Titus I, and I didn't have that. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. We were like, we had you're like, right. oh, you get a, the, the box of toys. And you like, you got to assemble this. We had nothing. We, we had right. instructions. Right. Right. It was like Ikea. We just, right. <laughs> no instructions in the English. <laughs> <laughs> just, I know Here's the picture. Put it Here's together. Here's the picture. That's a leg over there. But on the, but on the <laughs> other <laughs> side, after they divorce, see yeah. that disconnect too. Yeah, you're yeah. like, well, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you show me this, and then you go do this. Right. So, I mean, it, yeah, I get it. I'm with y'all. I get it. Yeah, that's that's a huge lesson. It's a I, huge lesson. That I got robbed of. Yeah. Which affected me, you know, up until now. You know, I'm 31. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just now getting things together. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And I think even to this day, like I said, man, and I can admit it, you know, I still think it those things affect me till this day, mm-hmm. you know. But now what it is is it's almost like I said, we all deal with mental health. So, Here's a part of me and my emotions that deals with me mentally. You just have to recognize it. So right. a person who's going through any mental health and whatever it is, regardless if it's depression, um, anxiety, whatever it is, insecurity, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, you have to recognize that and say, okay, all right, right now I need to recognize that I'm having this problem. Mm-hmm. This is how I cope with it. Right. This is how I deal with it. This is how I heal from it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and it's an ongoing thing, man. I don't it think is. we, I think we all, like I said, like you said earlier, Titus, I think uh, our community, we, we don't talk about it, man. No, we, we don't talk about, about it at we all. We don't. We uh-huh. d- it's the elephant in every living room that nobody wants to discuss. I mean, and eventually, something happens where someone has a mental break or someone, you know, commits suicide or someone, you know, ends up getting a drug habit or, you know, they abuse alcohol. It something happens. Yeah. You know, there's a snap in the chain. And until we talk about it, there's gonna continue to be snaps in the chain. Yeah, there's a few things we don't talk about. Like we don't talk about, like you said, mental health. Uh, we don't talk about homosexuality. Reality. No, we don't. <laughs> don't no, we don't. Like, we, we don't, don't talk about credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about finances. Credit. Finances. Because nope. <laughs> what's that? Uh, how much you make, Daddy? Don't worry about it, boy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or or, or fa- whoever you know. Yeah. That's why we our salaries are secret. Man, don't worry about my money, man. Right. You know, you talk to a white guy, dude. I made a hundred thousand last year, uh-huh. and, I did it, and this is how I did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got this much in my savings account. Like, whoa. Like, you know, we would never do that. So, and we need to. Nah, I ain't telling my money. (laughs) But not necessarily telling my money, but you know, we need to be more. Nah, we did. I think it helped. It'll help with, you know, I think it's just one of those things that, you know, I think the culturally we have to become more open with, you know, talking about certain things. We need to just talk, people. And and we'll heal, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah. Titus, man, I'm glad you came on, man. That, that was, I'm glad to hear that, man. I'm uh, glad to be here, man. You know, it's always fun to do this, you know, podcast. This is this is dope. What yeah. both of you guys do. I listen to a lot. I listen to your show Thank whenever you. you post it. Thank um, you. Yeah. I mean, I just think, you know, it's a way you can talk about things and you can say what you want to say. This is your show. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, you dictate what's going on. And for that hour, you're in control. You know, this yeah. is your escape, your getaway. Yeah. And I respect that. You Thank know? you. Yeah, yeah no man. Problem. Hopefully, man, you know, with individuals out there. I and mean, a lot of people know Titus, man. Titus is a, he's an honest, like, tell you how it is type dude, man. But seeing that side of you or hearing that side of you is like, oh, okay, you know, 
maybe they can understand like damn man this person can do it you know i appreciate you being vulnerable oh man that's okay yeah no i I really do just especially as a black man because it's one of those things y'all are but that's what i was gonna say and hopefully an individual listening man hopefully you'll be you know uh not afraid to be able to share your story Mm -hmm. getting that off your chest i swear to god i felt like i I, I was reborn when I was able to yeah. tell that story. I was like you, man. It was a secret for a long yeah, time. Yeah, man. Besides yeah, my close yeah. friends, I wouldn't tell nobody. Heck Because no. my thing was, for me, it wasn't even protecting my mother. Uh, it was protecting more... Protecting yourself, probably. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't want no one... I, I'm not a fan of pity parties. Mm-hmm. I don't want no yep. one feeling sorry for yep. me. Yep. I don't yep. want nobody throwing me no pity man. party, man. Same as me, That's man. why I never talked about it. But that's the thing we do, too. A lot of times we hide our pain and we hide our struggles and... At the end of the day, and that's why I kind of wanted to have this conversation, not saying that's what you're doing, mm-hmm. but seeing grown men be able to become vulnerable at a certain yes. time, it allows us to heal one and allow someone else to hear our story and be like, damn, I can relate to that. Yeah. And, you know, I can tell that, you know, I can tell someone else or have that conversation with someone. Yeah, man, I hope that, you know, unlock some doors for somebody else. Maybe yeah. they want to talk about their yeah. life, you know, their moms now and, you know. That's what we should be doing anyway for each other. That's true. I always say our stories are never just for us. Our testimonies, our stories are never just for us. They're always given to us so that we can share them so that our healing comes and that we can assist in healing somebody else. Yeah, man. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Good show. Good show. Good show. We didn't even fight today. You didn't agree. With, you didn't disagree with me today. That's what you <laughs> Hey, let me tell everybody. I have an addictive personality, and I'm addicted to something, and that's chocolate chip cookies. Oh, here we go. And here we go. <laughs> damn I cookies. I ain't seen no cookies. <laughs> cookies are dope. <laughs> cookies are dope. Now, man. let me tell you something, man. She swears she's a cook. Uh-huh. She swears she can cook up. She can burn the kitchen down. Okay. With good food. We've been doing episodes now for probably... It's been some months. Did she bring anything in? Hell no. Uh, oh, I believe it, she's bring some That's like somebody in, telling you uh, they can play basketball real you good. Never seen a loop. <laughs> never seen a loop. <laughs> Jones. Uh, I had some of her spices, though. Okay. Dope. Her spices are good. Good. Jones. I like your spices. I well, the spices you, wasn't on the food? I will bring you some nah, receipts. Nah, she just gave me a... Look, she took <laughs> I receipts. will bring you some receipts in the that. form of food, okay? <laughs> nah, she gave me some spices to put on the food. Good spices. Okay. Her spices are dope. So, But I don't know about... It's like someone give you the basketball gear. Yeah, they man. give you a, a, a basketball that's you know perfectly what, aired up. You, you, you were on my happy list. Oh, no, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know... <laughs> You know, Jones, you know you're welcome at my house anytime. Ah, look. It's it's chilly on the stove right now. Chef Oya, I'm on I'm on you I'm on your head too. I'm on your head too. (laughs) Okay, we got you, Jones. We got you. Yo, real quick, uh thanks everybody for listening. Titus once again, man. Thanks, man. Uh, No problem, man. Good luck, man, in your career, man. And, um, you know, you know, I'm riding with you because we in that same. Yeah, we, yeah, we text each other frequently, man. Yeah, you anything yeah, good yeah, today? Yeah, so I think that's pretty dope. We can do that. Yeah, man. yeah. Like we that. talk about them heroin addicts out there, man. That's, that's, Everybody, please, you know, that heroin, leave it alone. It's, it's big right now. So, yeah, pray for those individuals out yes. there on that mess, man. That H is, it ain't no joke. Yeah. But, um. Everybody listen, uh, see, tell them where they can find us. Well, first of all, let me get some shout-out. Oh, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, let's do some shout-outs. Okay. Shout-out. Go ahead. You go okay, ahead. so we got a shout-out to the Real and Raw Podcast. Hey, what up, Kels? We got a shout-out to the Drunken Nights. We got a shout-out to the Jonathan. Drunken Nights. Hold on, hold on. Let me tell you this. Drunken Nights, i see y'all December 4th. I'm coming, too. Nah, 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 nah. You can't ride with me. This is my invite. You got to come when it's- Do y'all hear this? You have to come when it's the, when it's the stakes is high- 
Invite. Oh, so this is just the Jones invite. Okay, it's I the got fellas. You. Oh, okay, fellas. Cause I, you, okay, okay. Renee, Renee, Renee K all day. Renee hey K girl, all day. You hey put, girl. I want to be on the episode. You okay. need to have some fellas, and we can. She just had in. one with some fellas. Nah, I ain't talking about them. I'm talking about my group me fellas, the bros. Okay, yeah, There's some bros on there. Yeah, never have a show like that. <laughs> she went, Renee. Do you hear this, girl? Do you hear this? The bros want to be on your show. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all so, right. Drunken nights. I see y'all, man. Dope podcast. Check them out. Drunken nights on. Um, all these people are on SoundCloud. On SoundCloud and iTunes yes. and iTunes. Go ahead. Good morning, beautiful yeah. podcast. Um, John Effect. John Effect. Yes, he's we're gonna see him on. soon. Yeah, he's he's gonna be on our, our show. Yeah, he's coming on our show. We're gonna have a call in. And John Effect is a uh, good, good, epi- good, dope podcast too. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah, so you know anybody in the Potter family, we love y'all. Twitter yeah. is blowing up. Podcast like, queens, yeah, TOS, podcast queens, we um, love y'all. Oh, everybody. Drunk mind, sober thoughts. Uh, yeah, talk it out. Uh, oh, you know who someone gave us a shout out? Uh, uh, two shots in the brew podcast. Two shots in the brew. What's yeah, up, y'all? What up, y'all? Y'all that's, hilarious. Yeah, they, <laughs> they are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like their I like their podcast. So yeah, everybody, so. you know, thank you guys for the Potter and family for retweeting, uh, rep- reposting our uh, episodes. Everybody, please, 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 this is very, very important. Please go to iTunes, uh, Stakes is High podcast. Make sure you put podcast. Please, please, please subscribe there. If you listen on SoundCloud, go to iTunes to listen to because that really helps with a lot of um, a lot of the ratings and stuff like that yeah. goes off iTunes. Off iTunes. That's yeah, right. Not so, just SoundCloud. Yeah, so go to uh, iTunes and check us out, please. Um, leave a, re- you know, subscribe. Leave a review, subscribe. Leave a review, all that good comments, stuff. Comments, all that good please, stuff. Please, please. So where else can they find us? You guys can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are everywhere. Jones is on Twitter now, y'all. He actually responds yeah, to people. Yeah, I'm killing Snap, you on Twitter? Yeah. I know. I had it's crazy. To. I had to. <laughs> Okay. Because of the podcast, yeah, man. it's and crazy. I, I, it, it, you have to. It, it's there's it's a fun. lot of love on Twitter. There's a lot of, a lot love, of love. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, so that's definitely dope. check us out and leave us some reviews and rates and subscribes, all that yeah. good stuff. And shoot us an email too. Yes, please. Wolfpack Lounge. Shout out TC. We want you and Marco on the on yeah. Our y'all podcast. slacking. I need to get back on here. Yeah, y'all got to come back on, man. <laughs> Candice want to do one with the bros, but I don't, I don't think she's ready. What? TC uh, Titus. I want yes. I'm, I'm ready for the oh, show. Man. I don't I'm know. ready. She ain't ready. I'm ready. That's, that's a different whole mood. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a different. Yeah, yeah. You ain't ready for that, see. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Stakes in my podcast. Good night. Peace.